now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 531st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my adventuring co-host. We've got none other than the fluffiest whimsicott. Sleep is for the weak. Legend Arceus <laughs> is for the mighty. <laughs> and we've got Linian. I am weak. <laughs> I played a lot of Legends Arceus, uh, like you guys did. There's de- there definitely a day where it's just like, I need to not do it so that I can <laughs> sleep. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the first ca- I haven't been this sunk into a game since, like, Breath of the Wild, I think. I don't think I've been just, like, since ever. Oh, I mean, it happens to me occasionally, but it was with some games, but this one, like, really sucks me in. I mean, I did I did other Pokemon stuff this week. Right before this, I had an incredible stall match with Little Mac uh, oh. <laughs> for our draft league we're in. It was really bad because it was like the way it shook out was like I had brought a bunch of stuff that could handle tox effects, but it could also handle like other things. And I wasn't thinking. And mm. the Pokemon that was handling tox effects handled all the other things that it was supposed to handle. Oh, <laughs> oh, I and then see. so tox effects was left. It was like, oh, mm. OK, oh, no. Uh, so PP stall happened, and uh, it t- match went over a hundred turns. Oh, excellent gosh. use of the passive voice to deny any responsibility. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, and it was really bad. It was really bad. I mean, it wasn't my fault because I was just trying to PP stall because I had to. I have Mega Swampert, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh, Mega Swampert can crush it. That'll be fine." He gets he clicks Scald the first time, gets the burn right away. No, which was just enough to put it under fifty percent. Damage. Uh, and I was just like, well, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's not like I have a podcast to record yeah. or anything. Well, that's why I told yep. him we should play at nine instead of at 10. So, <laughs> so it was, it was a good time because I was kind of hoping because I've got DD today and I was kind of hoping mm-hmm. that I would be able to do that and then like do some DD prep before mm-hmm. the show started, but I could not get anything done before the show started. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. So guess what Thatch is doing after the show? Do 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 do. He's gonna be doing some D and D prep. See what you do is you get all of your friends to play something like Gloomhaven, where no one has to prep, but it takes you twenty minutes to set up the board. That's that's uh, true. Uh, we could do that, but I want to play D and D. And actually, my D and D game is this is like a little nefarious. My D and D game is turned into like this Uber. Uh, it's just turned into this Uber networking experience. Uh, because like it started with like a bunch of guys at work and I found out the hardest thing to do when you work with a bunch of scientists is just get the D&D game started. And then oh. once you get it started, mm-hmm. everybody and their brother comes up to you and they're just like, well, I, I'd kind of like to play D&D. Mm. <laughs> and so we have what I now call the pool of people that we can always replace people with. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when people find a dungeon master mm. in the wild. They're elusive, yeah. they're rare, and they hang on to them. Yeah, it works out really well for networking, though. Like, I got people at my job that, like, literally only talk to me about that kind of stuff. And then it works mm. out because, like, I build relationships with them. I don't know. This is, it sounds like a little nefarious. I also still enjoy the game and talking to people, obviously. No, I mean, it's cool. I just appreciate how you say nefarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I, I just thought it was, I, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun in that regard. But yeah, I almost have enough people like in the waiting area to like start another campaign and I'm considering it. Mm. <laughs> you are replaceable. <laughs> we can have three rogues in here by Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, dude, that happened. So we had to kick a guy out recently from the D&D group because he wasn't into it. He wasn't just, he just wasn't into it. Well, yeah. Because he would just be on his phone the entire time. This guy is, um, I can't, I can't say the descriptor I'd give him on the show. Uh, but, <laughs> so he was always on his phone. Like, during, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. So for those of you who play D&D, you have to do an attack roll and then roll your damage roll, right? He mm-hmm. would get back on his phone after rolling the attack roll oh. between that and finding out, one, what the result was, and two, rolling the damage dice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so it was the most frustrating thing. He barely knew what was going on. And then, like, one day he just, like, flat out can- – it came down to him because two of our regular group canceled, and I like to play with minimum four players. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the fourth player, and I was just like, yeah, I guess if, if he's not going to show up – because I hadn't heard, gotten a confirmation from him – we're going to have to cancel. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to cancel on you guys. And then all he did was like go on a date with some Tinder bimbo he met. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so then everybody was just like, yeah, we need to kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> so he got kicked out of the D&D group. And I don't think he realized that could happen. Yeah. And he's he's like in a state of shock because like I work with him. And so I'll see him and he brings it up every time about how he got kicked out. <laughs> And I'm just like, I mean, yeah, you weren't paying attention, and there were people waiting. D&D is for nerds. You picked a date over D&D, you lose your nerd credentials, you're not allowed to play yeah, D&D right? anymore. No, we have a guy who's, like, actively trying to date somebody now, and he purposely goes, tell me when D&D is, and I'll make sure there's not a date that day. <laughs> that, that sounds like... Sounds like trying to do a PTU with Seth, because Seth's like, yeah, I'm trying to get out and see people, but also, bros before hoes. <laughs> See, the way you solve this dilemma is you get together with the person you play D&D with, like I did. <laughs> That's the right answer. No, it was like, I couldn't believe it. He, he's like in this state of shock constantly, though, that he he got kicked out, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> kind of, yes. Well, he got rejected by the nerds, of course I know. it's gonna break I him know. a little I know, we bit. broke him. We, like, I feel a little bad, because we absolutely broke this guy, and... He, uh, yeah, he, it, it, it's hilarious. Um, we got a new guy coming mm-hmm. in though. So mm. it's, uh, we, people will j- try to jump the line to try to get into the group, by the way. And they bring me offerings. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, so what happened with the last one was, uh, so I got a dog like a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's still a very energetic dog, obviously. So somebody else had a dog and they had just moved here from Seattle, actually. Mm. which is good for my wife because my wife's also from seattle and mm-hmm. so my dog and their dog were playing and so she snuck in that her boyfriend was moving here from seattle to come and move in with her mm-hmm. and that he doesn't have any friends here so can i get him to jump the line if i keep letting my yeah. dog play with your dog <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> and so that's who's joining the group today uh <laughs> amazing yeah it's a it's a wonderful time that's all it takes this is the best made-for-TV movie pitch I've ever heard, by right? the way. Yeah, no, my, my, there's, there's just the right amount of not really drama, but drama. And, uh, <laughs> the, like a real lack of conflict. <laughs> yeah. Just like a real lack of conflict. Yeah. It's the a perfect fanfic plot. 
Yeah, no, I really no. want to. I really want to start a second group though, so I can have them both run around in the same world and then have like an adventure style team up. Ooh. One day, I thought that'd be kind of yeah. Fun. But I'm trying to imagine scheduling that, and uh, my condolences. I think I can make it happen. Most of the people that want to play with me don't have other friends. Okay. Okay, so what you do is you slowly get the entire organization in, so then the Christmas party just becomes that. Oh no. Oh no. Maybe. We'll think about it. We'll we'll put that on the we'll put that on the bookshelf. Uh we'll put a pin in that. Alright. But uh, enough about Thatch's D D uh nonsense. We we came here to talk Pokemon. So let's mm-hmm. kick it on over to the news and let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. First of all, according to Nintendo's Twitter, uh, apparently Pokemon Legends Arceus has already sold 6.5 million units, which is kind of nutsos considering that there's only one version of the game. Yeah, insane. (laughs) It was released in January. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things against it here. There's a lot of things against it here, and it's like defying all those expectations. That's like half the sales of Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, by the way. The total sales, not the week one sales. This is almost exactly the sales that Sun and Moon got in the first week. And Sun and Moon was like the first game of a new generation, and it was two games. On a more popular console. (laughs) Yes. Uh, That's not... Well, a, a, a console that shipped more units at the very least. I think the Switch is actually getting pretty close to the number of units as the 3DS. Because the Switch has just broke 100 million units. Wow recently so there there are a lot of switches in the wild to be fair five of them are in my house but uh, uh thatch has a problem guys uh but yeah we noticed and the yeah, only cure is more switches i almost bought another one so all right well let's move on to uh sword and shield stuff uh signups for the first international challenge are now live uh as of this episode going up you can get a shiny articuno it a uh, galarian articuno it looks really cool. If you participate in that. Yeah, you don't have to win it. That would be very sad. No, you have to do three you have to do three battles though. You do have to do three battles. Yep. Galarian Articuno as a shiny looks like Articuno in the shape of a Galarian Articuno. It actually looks pretty good. The, yeah, the shinies for the really Galarian cool. birds are very good. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I especially love Zapdos, waiting for that one. Uh but I I like uh the full Frozone effect on a Galarian Articuno. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I think Zapdos is next month in March. There's like one of these a month. Mm. It's Uno yes, Dos yeah. Trace is how it's been given out. So, yep. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh, more Sword and Shield sales news. More uh, Sword and Shield. Account. Yeah. Going back to sales. They have now hit 23.9 million sales, which means they have now passed Gen 2 and have become the second best-selling game in the series overall. Talking about more sales numbers, BDSP sales have been doing all right. In the first month or so, uh, they've already sold 13.97 million. That's as many as Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee just about. (laughs) It is currently the ninth best-selling Switch game, and should hopefully pass Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee next quarter, because traditional Pokemon still sells well, turns out. There was, like, a huge article about it in Japan, because, like, it did, like, stupid well in Japan when it came out. 
Mm. I think this is one that statistically a lot of people missed as well. Diamond and Pearl, that is, especially based on the sales numbers uh, of the original Diamond and Pearl. So this was kind of a new game for a lot of people. Uh, There will be a Pokemon Go themed TCG set this summer. I don't know how that's going to work, and it's uh, kind of vague. They kind of already did it a little bit. Um, One of the big things they did is they came out with like a Professor Willow Professor's Research Guard um, a a little while ago. So that's probably going to be included to some extent. And I feel like it's just going to be like, here's Pokemon Go graphics on a TCG card. This is what I see as the latest in the attempt that they've been futile at since 2016 of trying to get all of the people that latched onto Pokemon Go to latch onto other parts of the franchise. Yeah. Because they they have literally been trying to do this since Pokemon Go exploded. They're like, how, yep. how can we get these Pokemon Go players to do other Pokemon things? And it turns out that the issue is that it's a free game. And you have to give them a free game that's good. And that, that's yeah. just not going to happen. <laughs> and I mean, Pokemon Go didn't even do that. <laughs> you can't hear me say it, folks. Speaking of, there's going to be a new Pokemon available in Go because there's a Valentine's Day event. Yay. It runs uh, from the 10th to the 14th of February. And there's some speculation in the news document about what this new fairy type Pokemon was being promised is. And I would think that none of the like suppositions in this document are correct because Flabebe is still not in the game and it's Valentine's Day. Flabebe is not in the game? Oh, that's coming. That's what it is. Yeah. 1,000%. That's what's coming. <laughs> I mean, you're probably right. I would love it to be Carbink if only because like, you know, the, the, the whole... diamonds. Diamonds are forever. Yeah. Yeah. So what you do is you have to battle the the new Team Rocket admin De Beers as he tries to capture yeah, all I was about the carbon. Yes. <laughs> gotta get gotta control at least one quarter of the global carbon supply. Uh, That's the plot that we deserve, guys. As we deserve the uh, the carbon diamond plot. The, yeah, there's a real conflict over these carbon. And then you can put Deontay in the game at the same time. We got this. We we just designed a better game for you. <laughs> better event. Pokemon Go. You should put us on the payroll. Or at least, like, come and talk to us. Or at least pay us to stop. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also much. a community day happening. Um, yes. Uh, on the 12th, which is next weekend, you can catch a better than average green shiny, uh, who is Hoppip, and, uh, you could, which is just, a which can turn into a pink shiny, just yet another pink shiny, known as, uh, Jump Bluff. Yay! I love pink shinies! I don't know how I feel about you saying that, and that's okay. Pink shinies are the worst. They're, I, I hate that we no. haven't fixed that problem yet. You mean the best. Well, I guess the puke ones are the worst, but like this isn't Yes. Too bad. By that metric, it's fine. Yeah, by that metric. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's everything that's been going on. The only thing I want to say is that if you're on the Puckle Patreon, make sure you go over th- to the Patreon and you submit your topic idea for what we should do on the show later this month. Um, every month you guys get to decide a topic and I put the post up earlier this week so that you guys can start suggesting topics now and then we'll vote on them on the 15th. Yes. And then I believe the weekend after that is when we'll record that show. So definitely go ahead, submit your topic ideas. I think well, we've got a few over there and, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. But on that mm-hmm. note, let's kick it on to Puckles Pokey Quiz or we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. 
I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. We are going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Our first question this week is going to come from Trevster, and he wants to know what normal type was learned. Ex- what normal type move was learned exclusively by Water types before being removed in Generation Eight? Splash. No, Splash was learned by like Baneri, Hopip. Hopip, oh, right? Um, uh, a lot normal of things. Normal type move. Learned so soak is a water type move. Yeah, it's a normal um, type move learned exclusively by water types. Yes, yes. Yeah, so it has to be. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. Then- so, hmm. I don't even remember what uh all huh. was removed. To be honest, yeah, me neither. Um. um oh. Um. No, that doesn't make sense. Because I'm. Mm-hmm. That's such a weird question. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to think of like what moves were only would only have been learned by water types that are not water type moves. Yeah, That's the hard um, part. Th- it's it could be something to do with like how s- s- swimming. Mm. Uh, do you want to use the hint or? Well, we have literally nothing, so we might as well. Yeah, I just, I don't know whether or not it's going to be, like, one of those moves where it's, like, um, it because, just happens like, to be a thing that only water types yeah. could do. Theoretically, because others I, I could. Think, I think the way the question is phrased, it makes it sound like it's a very widespread move, but it might be, like, a signature move of a water type line that just, you know, so. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it's probably a Gen 1 move. Like let's at the very least it's it's probably a Gen One. It might be a signature because that was like the thing. Gen One, you have like a barrage on Executor. You've got like I will tell you. I will tell you every single Pokemon that has learned this move, uh, and maybe that will help. Okay, that will uh, help. Cloister, Omanyte, uh, mm-hmm. Amastar, Corsola. Oh God, Shell and Smash, Ma- Marini, no, no, and not Shell no. Smash. That's Crustle. It's, it's, it's Gen Eight and. Oh, oh, it's Withdraw. It's Withdraw. No, it's Spike Cannon. Withdraw is Water Type and also learned by Turtwig. What? It's Water Type? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's so weird. Yes, it, it, you have you have to be right. Yeah, it's, it's Spike Cannon. Wow. Spike Cannon I, is correct. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that even was a move. Yeah, that's why uh, I probably got removed. When he said star, I remembered it. Uh, <laughs> wow. I remember it for Corsola because Corsola used to use it in the anime all the time. Um, I I think by the time Corsola showed up in the anime, I had stopped watching. Uh, as everybody should. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. All right. This next question is going to come to you from um hmm, Anyer. Which two types are tied for the for uh, which two types are tied for least amount of status moves? Fire. Mm. Fire and dragon. Dragon. Yeah. Uh, so Dragon for sure is one of them. 
Fire only has two, and it's a nightmare because uh, every time you have to type shift something to fire in PTU, it's a pain. You got to find other moves that work. Um, so yeah, if you feel good about fire dragon, has like will o wisp, will o wisp, and, and sunny day. Uh, no, there's there's three actually uh, because burn up is not no that's an that's not a status move, move. That's that not damages a status move. right yeah, yeah it has like a okay. hundred base power too yeah okay so I can think. Dragon only has two that I can think of, which are Dragon Dance and uh, Clangor Soul. Yeah. It might have others, but I just I don't remember what they are. Mm, no, I don't remember any other. Uh, Fairy has a few. It has Charm, Baby Doll Eyes, yeah. uh, Misty and Terrain. And one of the Kisses, yeah. Yeah, okay, there's the Terrains. Uh, grass has all the um, the All the powders and nothing else. And Poison 2, Electric has Thunder Wave and Ion Deluge and another. Um, I'm just amazed terrain. you remembered Ion Deluge. <laughs> well, uh, I had to make up for Eerie not impulse. knowing Spike Cannon. Yeah, okay, yeah, I think Fire and Dragon are correct. Yep. Fire and Dragon are correct with those moves that you guys all said, so we're good. Uh, hey. Fire only has Sunny Day. We just wanted Lewis. to make sure, you know. So it doesn't good. pay you're to be good. hasty here. You guys are two for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry, is quite always. It's going to come to you from Shark Finnegan. It's Legends Arceus entry reads, Ooh. A bizarre item causes Pokemon to evolve. While it now exhibits many new gestures and expressions, its biology remains inscrutable. Who's that Pokemon? Porygon 2? Porygon Z, I think. It's it's one of the Porygons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Do you um, want to see Z or do you want to go two? Ah, uh, okay. I'll so take I Porygon think, line. I think it's, That's the I think it's Okay, two. if you'll take Porygon line, then then sure, yeah. Porygon Z. Porygon two is the answer, but I'll take yeah. it. Okay. Uh, but I'll take it. The hint entry was from Pokemon Platinum, and it reads, it was upgraded to enable the exploration of other planets. However, it failed to measure up. I love that <laughs> entry for baby. <laughs> like most times. You're watching out of the space program, kid. All right, so that is your four for three. Your next question is your multi-answer question, as always, and you got an opportunity for up to two points here. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are going to be, I, I guess, ten answers to this question. Oh, wow. Um, and we're going to go ahead, and we are going to... Uh, we're, I need five four of them for a point that's what we're gonna say uh, okay thank <laughs> this you this is from <laughs> chief there are 10 pokemon lines with three natural type immunities not accounting abilities like sap zipper what are they this means that this pokemon is immune to three different types or more okay uh, hisuian zoroark line that is yes. that is one uh, i'll make you lock Age's him in lash? three strikes yes. are out okay ages lash uh that is also correct that's two does Mega Altaria count? Um, no, no, bleh, I'm not. completely tired. Uh, no, it's I was not. like, oh, no, that's <laughs> it's, only uh, immune to one the thing. The Drifloon line, the Drifloon line. That is correct. That's three. Um, mm, uh, it, it's basically ghost types that also have a type yes. immunity from their yes, other type. Exactly. Um, I think all much. of these are ghost types. Sableye <laughs> line, Spiritomb line. That's yes. uh, that's. Five? Four? That's five, five by five. my count. Five. Yeah, that's five. There you go. Um, then you have... Um, is there another, like, ghost flying type? Oh, Palisand? Yep, Palisand line. That's correct. Um, um, Mimikyu line. 
Yes. That's correct. That's seven. Seven. Give it's me one seven. more. Seven. Um. Mm. Are there any other ghost steals? No. No. Um. Ghost fairy. Uh. Ghost. Hmm. They all have to be ghost type because ghost is the only type that has two immunities. Yeah, pretty much. Let's see. There is um. And the other types that have immunities are ground, flying, steel, fairy, and dark. Am I forgetting something? Normal? You've said the Zorwa line, which is the only one? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. hmm. Oh, Runerigus. That's another ghost ground. Oh, oh Runerigus right. is correct. Um, the two you were missing were Golurk and mm-hmm. the Oricorio, uh Sensu form. Oh, that's how oh, yeah, they're flying. Yeah. Yeah, I forget, I forget it has a ghost form. I just see it electric and yeah. fire all the time. Yeah, there you same. go. So that is uh, that is two points for you guys. You guys are at six four four. Your next question is your base stat question, as always, mm-hmm. and it's going to come to you from we're going to say Poliwo. What not fully evolved Pokemon has the highest base defense of all non fully evolved Pokemon? Hmm. Well, um, Onyx is. Definitely up there. It's it's like one something. It's very very one very something. <laughs> I I don't think it's it's crazy high. I feel like uh, there has wait, to be wait, something. No, no, no. Double blade, double blade. Are you sure that's higher than Onyx? Uh, no. Uh, I I have to. Double blade is one fifty. Yes, because it um, has the same defenses as Age's Lash. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it, it has right the same one there. before they nerfed Age of Slash, so now it has slightly yeah. higher, actually. Uh, but it is, it's is—it's definitely 150 for that. I just don't remember Onyx. Onyx might I, be 180. It's not 180. I know it's not 180, because that was the highest defense, and that was Cloyster. But I think it was okay. the second highest. Wait, wait. I think one, like, Steelix might go to 180. No, no, because Steelix is like 200. 200. Steelix is 200, yes. Um... And it goes up to get to Steelix. I'm yeah. I'm fine saying Onyx because um, I it has to, I I don't think Double Eight is the the biggest. And Onyx was supposed to be like the big wall that made you use a special yeah, move to get through Brock. Yeah, but it's a Gen One Pokemon. Yeah, but Gen One Does also it really has really like, have weird... over one fifteen one stat. I mean, plenty of them did. Cloyster, for instance, beats it in defense alone. Mm-hmm. Um. And Onyx's other stats are terrible, and it was a fairly yeah. high BST mon, if I remember my J Rose Eleven videos right. <laughs> okay, then let's let, we can say Onyx. We'll say Onyx. Onyx is correct with a base stat uh, in defense of one sixty. Following that oh, up is Dublade. Yeah. So it's uh, Dublade at one fifty. Third place is Larion at one forty. Oh. Right? Isn't that weird? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, we, I wouldn't have thought Larion for third place, I'll be honest. Oh, um, right. I, so I that, probably would have thought Shieldum before that one. That gives mm-hmm. you guys seven points for today. Uh, so right now, the standings are Claude, nine in first place with 22 points. Seth Vilo in second with 19. Tied for third, we have R Sigma and Linian with 14. In a four-way tie for fifth, we've got Mark, Jushiro, Baskin, and Whimsicott with seven. In ninth place, we've got Shamu with five, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. So there if we go. If Claude has anything to say about it, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> Claude, Claude's trying. I'm going to make that the hardest trivia week that we can possibly make it. 
because I mean, you tried he's that a perfect with me score. and we got eight points. I know. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, so good for Claude, I guess. Good luck, yeah. Claude. I guess it's going to be easier for you accidentally. Uh, all right. So that's it for Poke Quiz. If you want more Poke Quiz, make sure you tune in next week and we'll give you more. On that note, we are going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be our full review after playing Pokemon Legends Arceus. I guess after is really a bad word because I'm still playing mm-hmm. it for a lot of different yeah. things. after is a strong word this is going to be full of spoilers heads up Uh, timestamps as always are in the show notes so you can always skip to the Pokemon of the episode if you don't want to listen to too many spoilers or you could of course just go ahead and uh, listen to the spoilers anyway I don't know Uh, if you want to know we like the game you should go buy it there you go done Uh (laughs) yes see you in the team of the episode (laughs) Uh, see you at Poke of the episode if you don't want to listen to the next whatever 40 some minutes of whatever we talk about or if you want to wait just Go get the game, play it, come back to this episode in a few days. In two weeks. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a few days. Thatch, do you know how many sleepless nights I've had since this came out? The answer is all of them. A lot, actually, because I'm in the same boat. Yes. <laughs> I used to not be able to stay up until midnight, then this game came out. Yep. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and I'm destroyed. <laughs> there were a couple days where like, I just couldn't feel like myself because I was so tired. There were a couple of days in which... I played it until it was very late, and then I said, no, I need to go to bed. Yes. I turned off everything, I went to bed, then I lay in bed, awake, I couldn't stop thinking about the game, I went downstairs, picked the Switch out of the dock, (laughs) and and carried it to bed with me to play some more. I've done that. Uh, I've done that as well. Yeah, this game is is very good. My TV is within view of my bed. This was a terrible mistake. Oh, no. (laughs) This is a... It's a very good game in that regard. I don't know. So... So we we've all pretty much beaten the game. I haven't done Arceus yet, but I I know about mm-hmm. Arceus. Yeah, Wims okay. and I both have. Yeah, I haven't gotten yes. there yet. I'm I'm almost there, but I'm trying to take in my time because one of the things I really like doing is just kind of filling out the pages of the Pokédex, and I want to do perfects on as many things as I can. Mm. You and Shamu both, and I do not understand. There's the little OCD part in my head that goes, okay, but I can maximize my shiny rolls, okay? Okay, but you're going to break completely when you hit uh, Magikarp, I'm telling you now. I don't disagree with you. (laughs) Splash a hundred times, Thatch. I know, it's fine, it's fine, I'll just splash a hundred times, it's fine. Oh no. I'll do it against another Magikarp. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only way. (laughs) That'll take it down to 50. Yeah, exactly, I'll do it twice, it's fine. Done, there you go. But yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know. Like, I've just been obsessed with that part of it because there's part of me that it just feels really good to do it. I've completed Bidoof. That makes me feel good. Oh, I've just about <laughs> completed all of like the starters as well, like the base starter forms. Mm. It just feels good to have like that complete completion mark there. I don't know. And it says perfect. And so you get that extra shiny roll, which totally doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it actually doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. Yesterday, I I saw a video uh, by Austin John. 
about how to shiny hunt using mass breakouts. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And I was like, I don't really care that much about it. But like he says, if you find something that is only in this game, it might be worth trying out. And so yeah. I got a mass breakout of uh, Hisuian Sneasels. Yep. <gasps> My baby. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I did the going back and forth while saving thing like six times and I didn't get any shinies. And then in like the sixth or seventh breakout, I got two in the same breakout. May I have the other? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's I fine. Mean, I'm teasing. Yes. Uh- <laughs> if i catch a third one it's yours for sure i just i don't like the shiny more than the regular one no I'll, i, I want to catch my own <laughs> <laughs> okay because you get so many rolls with the mass breakouts it's like 25 extra rolls for a mass breakout yeah it's insane you can like collect like three extra rolls for normal stuff throughout the game the game is really good about shinies in general though i think just like mm-hmm. vanilla playthrough yes i've gotten like quote-unquote full odds bef- already well, it's just because you're hitting, you're rolling the dice so many more times. Yeah, you're just, because you're not doing as many random encounters and the Pokemon just pop up on the screen. It, it exactly. just happens. It just happens. I found a random tentacle. It was the first one that I yeah. caught. <laughs> I found uh, a random Starly, which I missed because I hadn't had anyone tell me yet, oh, save when you see the shiny. And yeah. I was actually like running away from stuff that was like chasing me. And it, it's a Starly, <laughs> so it flew away. And I was really bummed. And then Shamu told me, just save when you see one the next time. Yep. And I got another Starly and I saved and I got it. And then I, well, I got the Ponyta from the quest. Then I got like a random Psyduck that just spawned while I was flying over it. Yeah, no, it's really nice uh, in that regard. It it just gives you so many extra rolls. Yeah. It's kind of like the Let's Go Pikachu way that they did it. Mm. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. But I feel like it's more active because it usually happens while you're doing something. There's not really a chain involved. Yeah. You had to chain and then sit around, which was awful. I still think Dexnav is the best way in like a traditional Pokemon game to shiny hunt. Mm-hmm. I think this is a very good way to just catch shinies in general. And I think yes. it's done well. Especially I, for one, like I will do the shiny hunting part like with the mass breakouts, but I don't like I don't like having to like sit down and soft reset. No, I just did that for because it was like a unique Pokemon. Yeah, I'll take it for what I can get, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're going to be able to Masuda method one of these things at some point anyway, so I'm not super worried. Probably, but I, like, put the idea in my mind that, ooh, it's an exclusive, it's a thing. And I it's guess like, so. Okay, I've, I've <laughs> done it for that. I would do it for Hisuian Zorua, because mm. in the same video, I saw the shiny, and it looks amazing. It looks fantastic, yeah. It does. I wouldn't do it for anything else, probably. I really like it for that regard. I don't know. I like this game a lot. The only thing I think I take, like, a little bit of issue with is the battle system and it's not even like it doesn't even offend me or anything i just think it's less interesting it's very less interest it's very much so less interesting than anything else in this game because the, the main thing of this game is hey you remember let's go and how you just have to catch everything well we took that concept yeah. and we made it not garbage yes yes <laughs> i think that's what this game is it's, it's done very well in that regard i think the battle system is like i don't care about it because it's yes. involved in the game in such a small amount that yeah. even if you don't quite like it, it's okay. Yeah, you don't have to play it as much. I feel like if there were more battles with it, I think it would show a lot more of its flaws. Yes. Uh, because like there's the there's the battle before you get do you do all the Giratina stuff with Volo mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. his guide to monsters. Yeah. 
I hate that they named him Volo, by the way, because every time I just think of the 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 guy to monsters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate it. I had a different problem. So because Volo it's Italian, right? It, what's what's Volo's it, name in Italian? Italian? I have no idea. I played English. Oh, okay. Volo is Italian for flight. Oh. But after after the reveal that he is like the bad guy who's obsessed with wanting Arceus for himself, I yes. realized that's not what it comes from volo is latin for i want and it's what the french verb voler comes from and voler means to steal oh my yeah gosh. but his whole thing is wanting something so bad that he will destroy yes. the world to get it right exactly so it, mm-hmm. it comes from the latin which was really fun yes it's really good because it's it's an arceus game which yes by the way we've been pronouncing it arceus the entire time it's just because we like it better. We know it's supposed to be Arceus in English. It's the pro- like the correct Latin pronunciation, and that's why it is. But Arceus is just better. But I've been saying it this way since I was like five or ten or whatever exactly. I was. So I'm so- not changing now. <laughs> the Pokemon Company has never been straight about it. They have their pronunciation guide thing that Joe Merrick like really likes and put on his website, and that's all nice and yeah. good. I don't care. They call it Arceus in the movie. But Arceus was said in some games and Arceus in others. So yeah, yeah and Arceus is like the pronunciation in the original Japanese. Like yes. that's what it says in Japanese. So exactly, they're, they're not trying to change it to make it Latin. They're trying to change it so it's not a British thing. Uh, <laughs> I just the, uh, the problem I took with the battle system was so I, I peruse Pokemon Twitter just to like keep my finger on the pulse of the community, right? And maybe this is the wrong place soul. to go. I know I, mm-hmm. it's 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 a trip sometimes, and the number of people one one I found it very interesting the people that don't like the game versus the people that like the game. I pay attention to like who says these things between game releases, and it's a completely mm-hmm. different audience this time that it goes. I don't really like this game versus the audience that says I really like this game. Oh, it's a completely different audience. Like I, a good example would be Pokemon challenges, who does mm. a lot of Nuzlocke content. He's like, ah, I don't really yeah. care for it, which is fair because you can't you Nuzlocke can't this nuzzle game. It. <laughs> you yeah. can't Nuzlocke this game. <laughs> Everyone who's saying that they can, no, you have adapted rules and it's not the yes. same thing and you're probably playing no, the game not. in a way that's not very fun. I also don't know that yeah. this game needs a Nuzlocke, honestly. No, it's but- no, it doesn't. It's very hard. You you risk dying most of the time. It's not like, I wouldn't say an easy game. It's not like as easy as no. vanilla Pokemon. But like the number of people is a lot different. And then the other thing I noticed, though, was a lot of people were praising the battle system. And I'm like, I think that's a bad take. I think it's just that they were that they wanted any change and any change was good. Any change is not necessarily good. Well, they were just like they were just like I'd love to see this fleshed out and in like a regular Pokemon game I'm like, mm, "No, I don't know how That's many times just I can Final f- Fantasy and I don't want to yeah. play that." No. I'm like that there's no prediction in this at all. It does feel exactly like it becomes very level zero at that point. Yeah, so it's just not made for competitive. It, it's yeah, made it's to not. be an RPG, which is fine. Absolutely. It's just not as deep as I like, which is Absolutely. fine. Absolutely, yeah. It actually felt a lot more like the anime battles. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I would say because, well, again, keep in mind I haven't watched the anime since you know activating the sprinklers in the gym did something so to be fair they've been better about following the rules since then but that's fine exactly uh, that's that's the the anime i remember was mostly about being cinematic and not very much about like the rules of the game it was based on yeah and this is how the battles in arceus felt very cinematic which i think was the point i liked it a lot I like the style and the way it's presented. I just don't like the mechanics per se. I think it's, I think it was yeah. interesting as a change, but I don't know that I really care about it. 
Some of the simplification, I think, was just kind of too much. Like, the fact mm. that Calm Mind is now an Omniboost. Yes. What? Yeah. Uh, yes. That that was not ideal. Uh, the mm-hmm. the removal of speed is a stat, sure, I, I guess. It's just weird. Speed's still a stat. It's just, like, it, it doesn't matter as much. A one that can be raised or lowered in the middle of a fight. Yeah. You can raise your action for the next turn, but it's not a, a permanent boost to your action yes. rate. Yeah. It's like... <sighs> When I was playing, I didn't understand the battle system 100%, and I didn't care to. Yeah, I think that's the strength of it. The only thing Mm-mm. I think I think to myself is when I see this battle, the, the battle system, and I think about my enjoyment of the game, and I go, well, if we were to put the old battle system back in, or the traditional Pokemon mm-hmm. battle system in, would that change my enjoyment of the game? And the answer is probably close to zero. Like, it's, it's not really going to affect it. I don't think the new battle system either either hindered. <laughs> or helped or helped my yeah, it was there my experience in the game it's just there and i think i don't know the pokemon company likes to make a big deal out of things that most of the time nobody cares about and i in my opinion yeah. this is that when they were like making a big deal about uh, uh agile and strong style yeah. moves and especially that there's a lot of evolutions that are tied to that mm-hmm. tied to the agile and the strong moves and a lot of Pokemon yeah. entries that are that yes. like <laughs> require that to fulfill and i don't know i i look at that i'm just like man yeah. That's this is dumb. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it it strikes me that as you say, they don't know exactly what we are going to like because this yes. game has a plot that is amazing. And granted, 90% of it is post game. Yeah. <laughs> which is yes. dumb. Yes. I don't know why the, it ends where it does like it like where it st- where it ends where the credits roll is what I would call like the inflection point of the story, not necessarily yeah. the climax, right? So what yeah. happened to me, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna put it out there as a warning in case someone else is doing the same. Yeah, I got to the third lord. I did the third lord, and I was like, oh no, this means I'm more than halfway through the game, and no, it's only not. been like three days. And I don't want the game to end so soon because I'm enjoying it so much. So I slowed down a lot and I completely messed up the pacing of the story. Because what happens after the fifth Lord is that the story actually starts. And uh, I wish I had known that. As someone who like deals with a lot of like plots and things... I was so confused because every time I kept waiting for literally any twist and nothing happened until the fifth mm-hmm. Lord was down, the entire time I'm like, okay, so what is going to change? And they would say, here's what you're going to do. And you'd be like, okay. And then he would lit- mm-hmm. you just did it. There was never yeah. any yeah. surprise up until after that. They started actually trying to subvert your expectations and give some character arcs. Mm-hmm. I really liked what they did up to the credits roll is essentially just like, you unlock the world, and yeah. here's a taste of some plot, credits roll. And then it's just like, here's what probably should have been the rest of the game. It yeah. just feels weird that the credits roll there. Very, very weird. Yes. It's like if you ended at the second Star Wars movie. The third one was still out, but they just like, no one talked about it. It was really weird. <laughs> I like the game. I thought I thought they yeah. did a really interesting job. And I think they were just being like, yeah, you caught Dialga and Palkia. Here's game, you're done. And then it's just like, mm, there's a lot more game left, though, I think. In fact, the Pokemon on the box, or not on the box, in the title, hasn't yeah. shown up. By the way, <sighs> um, I, I need to talk about this. There's no good segue to go into this. But 
Am I the only person in the world who actually kind of likes Enamorous? Yes. Who? Who is this? Oh, oh Enamorous? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it so much. It is my least favorite Pokemon. It's it's okay. It's not even I close. mean, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad. It exists. I I hated the genies. I have always loathed the genies. It's been like Lickitung Same. and then Lando is some of my least favorite Pokemon. And now, Enamorous, you have done something I thought impossible. You made me look at the <laughs> Wi-Fi-bellied fat man with a tongue and go, you know what? Not the worst Not thing. <laughs> I was too hasty. I'm a little upset that they didn't uh, they didn't copy paste. Like I I I poop on black and white all the time for the number of times that just like copy and paste the same Pokemon. And mm-hmm. at this point, with like the genie trio in their incarnate forms, like that's to be expected. And then they're just like they're like, no, we're not going to do it with this one. This one is a weird turtle snake. Why? Yeah. Why would you do this? <laughs> well, because like I'm looking at them, like you could have done totally made it look exactly the same and just like made the snake tail come around like the rest of them do in their incarnate forms, and I would have been like, that's cool. But we're done. This one is a lady. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't, that doesn't make any difference. I think for me, it's like, it's so over the top cringe that I actually enjoy it, which doesn't <laughs> usually happen for me. I mean, I'm not mad about Enamorous. I think it's, uh, I, I think it's interesting to complete that, the, the lore there because Tornado, mm-hmm. because like Tornado's Thunderous and Landorus always came from a, a group of four, like, uh, yeah. mythological creatures and they never the filled Chinese it in. The Chinese thing is from the, yeah cardinal points and it always required a turtle right Mm-mm-mm-mm. i find it really interesting that they did it i find it more interesting that they did it than this game <laughs> that is very weird i'm just bitter i'm not mad about it they gave it contrary and usable attack stats over 100 speed and 135 special attack and fairy type i'm mad which means you'll see it around so i'm gonna have to look at this monster in ou <laughs> all the time <laughs> probably get banned like landorus incarnate it was Oh, mm. one of the two forms will stick. One like, of them Oh, no, will. the Therian form will. And the will. other one's a horrifying tank. I don't want to fight either of these. Therian, Therian <laughs> form will probably stick around. The problem is fairy Ugh. type. Like, I can go on my fairy type rant again and how I think fairy type needs to be nerfed a little bit. It's it's a tank with 135 special attack. It can't even be spored. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Mm. While we're on the, the new Pokemon... I'm interested, because I always, when I saw the leaks, I'm like, oh, I'm sure these will grow on me. And a couple did. Most of them didn't. Uh, mm, yeah, they're I, not I don't hate them. Good. They're just fine. Okay, so the one I'm most confused about to this day is still Ursa Luna on so many levels. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm confused about it for so many, like, we, okay, so we as a community get really upset about Samurott all the time, like, Oshawott's bipedal, mm-hmm. Dewatt's bipedal, Samurott's yeah. quadruped. And then we have the same thing that kind of happens with Teddy Ursa, Ursaring, and then Ursa Luna. Yeah. And then Ursa Luna's design isn't even that great, in my opinion, but... I don't uh, mind it. it. It's like, okay. It's meh. It's fine. The typing's interesting, which is cool. The other, the other thing that yeah. bothers me is, like, it breaks the Eviolite, which is fine. I hope they just, like, start destroying mm. the Eviolite thing and they just don't Maybe. worry. Did we just never have it show back up again? That would be fine. I'd be fine with that. Okay, so I think I think what you do with Eviolite to fix Eviolite, and you fix a lot of problems, is you just say Eviolite can work on base stage Pokemon that can evolve. Only base stage. So, like, it wouldn't work on, like, Dusclops or Ursa Ring. Or you make the boost 120% in which, instead of 150. Yeah, either way. I think I think that would be interesting 
an interesting way to change mm-hmm. it but i think it's uh i think it's just like really weird on that level and then the evolution is weird granted not as bad as like galarian yamask that says the worst ever yeah it, it's not bad yeah in the middle of all this uh well questionable stuff there's my new beloved baby hisuian gudra hisuian <laughs> gudra is actually pretty good i did i like that one a lot i love it I'm in love with it. I don't care one way or the other. I have three alpha, and at one point they were all on my team, and I pulled them out of the Pokeballs, <laughs> and I had them talk to each other, and it was adorable. <laughs> I, I love them so much. I do like how they gave it crippling attachment issues in its dex entry. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh, you precious bean. I evolved it, and then, and I thought, oh no, it's really, really sad. And then I looked at it, and it was actually smiling. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you're my baby. You're my baby now. You're coming with me. I I really like Sneasler. I can't. It's it's just Sneasel, but long. But it looks really yes. funny. And it's they've animated it with such an <laughs> attitude. Yeah. Uh, if you send it out of its ball for a while, it'll just like literally like lay down in the exact paint me like one of your French girls poses. <laughs> Oh, it's really good. Oh my god! It it exudes uh, sassy energy, and I just I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's like long cat sneasel and a meme overall. It's really really funny. I I unfortunately like really like I don't dislike Sneasler and I don't dislike Overquill, but the, the problem I have was the Pokedex was already so small in this game. Like we're at two forty, mm. right? And then they're yeah. just, and they're just like, and we also have to include every Gen Four Pokemon because this is Sinnoh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they're just like, you know what we should do? We should make a Hisuian that has the same types as uh, as both Croagunk and as Stunky, mm-hmm. and make mm-hmm. them better. <laughs> yeah, and make them mm-hmm. better. But it's just like, it's just like, man, why? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> why? Why was why this couldn't we, Why couldn't we get like interesting typings? I don't know. Like di- something diff- like just different, just different types. That's all I ask. Different types. Yeah. To be honest, why as a whole is my reaction to Quillfish? Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why? To be fair, they did they did like predict it in uh Yeah, they they hinted in BDSP. at it. They hinted at it in BDSP, yeah. which was cool. And and Linian had to tell me you have to go and read that to do the quest because it never would have occurred to me that I would think it was okay to put the instructions for a quest in a different game. <laughs> It's kind of cool as a concept, but it's kind of bonkers because, yeah, you can theoretically find it on the internet, but they, like, they lock <laughs> the game behind you owning another game, which is stupid. Well, they did that for multiple because that's how you get the other mythicals is the save data. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You don't need Shaman and Dark Rider to, like, go get Arceus. Well, you don't need Manaphy either, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. That's, that's okay true. then. That's okay then. I didn't know that. Yeah. Can we just talk about how the main character is now stuck in the past forever? I thought we would, like, have the option, yeah. like, it'd be like, one day I'll send you back, or, like, when you beat the game, yeah. you would choose to stay. But no, you're just stuck here now. Yeah, they handle that pretty well in Mystery Dungeon, don't they? Like, in Mystery Dungeon, they're just like, you want to go back? No? You want to keep hanging out? Cool. Yeah, here you don't get that choice. <laughs> it's like, hope you didn't have any friends or family. Well, I'm just assuming I was an orphan boy that was about to go on their Pokemon adventure and I got stuck there. Mm, I don't know because so this <laughs> I don't think so kind either. of <laughs> it was a bit weird to me as well because like you meet Ingo and Ingo has been stuck here 
forever. I love Ingo. <laughs> Ingo is the best. But he doesn't remember almost anything about his previous life. They never say that you lost your memory. No. In fact, you can talk about how your world was whatever. Yes. Exactly. Which means you remember your mom and dad, but you will never see them them again. again. Which is why when, when like, when the rift closes and your character smiles, I was like, okay, I guess she doesn't mind. (laughs) By the way, the expressions on the characters in this game are much better. Ray Ray is hilarious. I don't know if like the female character, if you pick the male character, has the same reactions, but Ray is hilarious. They have no, very the similar. Some of the very dialogue similar. is tweaked, but it's very much the same. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we we are of course ignoring the best character, Silene, uh, <laughs> who <laughs> mom. <laughs> she sets the tone of that game wonderfully. Where you go in, she's like, "All right, if you can't do this, we will leave you out to die. If we if the elements don't kill you, the Pokemon will." And it's not like that's implied. They say you will die. Yes. <laughs> and I'm yes. like, geez, this is a different this game. Is, yeah, this is not a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. I love it a lot because it takes a lot of the things that we talk about in uh, or we've like seen in the Pokemon games and makes them real. Like we always hear mm-hmm. about like, oh, yes. you lost, you black out. Right. And so now you can yes. ex- understand why you black out. And then even like running from a battle, like a wild Pokemon battle. Like, you physically mm-hmm. are running from a wild Pokemon battle. Yes, yes. <laughs> I really like that a lot. I, I don't know. It's really immersive in that sense. And it's Very. one of those things, like, that's one of those things I would love for it to, like, make it to a mainline Pokemon game. Or not mainline. This is technically mainline. But to a, yeah. uh, to, like, a traditional standard Pokemon formula. game. Classic. Yeah, standard formula. Classic, like, yeah. This game's, like, so close to being, to, like, integrating very well. And I think... The way they handled it here makes sense because they wanted something that was more Breath of the Wildish in tone. You wanted like an older, mm-hmm. an older setting. But I think you could honestly pull something like this out into a lesser extent in a traditional Pokemon game. Yeah. Yeah. And you could still go battle gyms and do all that stuff. Yeah. As much as I love this new system and uh, interacting with it and exploring the world, like it's actually really fun. The the mo- the mobility is really cool once you start getting all the mounts. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I can't play this game with 40% of my brain power. Uh, I can't for Sword and Shield. And that's... There are times I just want a, a veg out game or something painless. And I can't do that with this. Oh, no. And you can't. You fine. have to be hunting Pokemon the entire both, time here, you know? right? Yeah. And, and this is going to be much less accessible to, say, anyone with... Uh, ki- well, kids who can't, like, literally get yes. the dodge rolls down. Uh, anyone yeah. who has, like, any... Uh, disability with their yeah. hands or something yeah. disability with their hands or uh there are people who play the games like coordination more by sound. or anything uh, yeah yeah this is going to be harder if not straight up out of reach and i don't yeah. think like every game has to be totally accessible that's just not that's yeah, not a practical pokemon, thing like but pokemon, pokemon has always is. been yeah one of the ones that are really accessible and to have like such a cool entry in the series be far less accessible sucks yeah, and but there's no way they could have made it more. I don't think like this no. was a choice to yeah. make it less. No, no, I just no. don't want no, it no. to replace the other games too. Yeah, the, one of the problems I have with this game, outside of like the battle system, is just that it doesn't really breed the same sense of community. I think mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. a traditional game would, because even if we had like, I I think they should get rid of the two version model, but that's just me. Yes, yes, uh, because one, Arceus is obviously doing well, and two. I think they perfected the way to still have version exclusives without having different versions. In the DLC, yes. And with the DLC. And I think they should 
really just lean on that aspect more so. And even they did it even in the Legends Arceus where you have to choose whether or not you're going to go after Palky or Dialga eventually. Um, in which order yeah, you go after Yeah, but they them. give you but both. They do give you yeah, both. Yeah, you just get one in a cooler ball. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's the only difference. By the way, like, Linian has been so nice to me this entire week, <laughs> except for one time. So I was very on the fence about asking Adaman or Irida for help. And he was like, in the end, well, you it know. It doesn't matter. Sh- Sh- Shemu and I did uh, did Adaman, so you pick Irida. And so I go, and then I see what I am told is origin form, a Dialga. Yes, yeah, that's like, the official name. Wow, this looks, this looks kind of cool. Not bad. I, I thought it was like a fusion <laughs> between Arceus and Dialga the, at first. But... And then he was like, okay, so you get the key item and you can shift their forms. And I'm like, cool. And then I meet Rita and I get the key item. And Lenin is like, have you seen Pakia origin form? <laughs> and I'm like, no. And he's like, well, when you get the time, just try it so that you can see what it's like. And I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you, buddy. It's the worst one. <laughs> and I click the item and I literally go, ah! <laughs> it was horrifying yes, <laughs> it and this guy was just laughing at me the sad thing is i still prefer it to dialga dialga looks weird i don't like the th- i don't like the fact it swallowed a prius uh <laughs> dialga is awkward in a way it's like a bit dorky palkia looks like a mistake palkia is terrifying <laughs> it's a centaur with the same number of legs as a horse i hate it yeah yeah, it's it's, hor- weird. it's horrible. It's terrible. It, I, if I had picked Adaman and I had seen that coming at me, I would have like thrown the controller through the TV, broken the controller, broken the TV. I would have screamed. I no, 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 thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's something. It's something. Let me tell you, I enjoyed it for the most part, though. I don't know what yeah. else I want to really complain about. But. I enjoyed it immensely. I could go on talking about every little thing in the game. Like you can, you can have all of your Pokemon have a little campfire chat. They did a good job with that. They did a very good job with that. The the plot, like even the tiny bit of plot in the side stories, like when you find the journal. Yeah, the side stories are so well done. Yes, when you find the journal and. Like, you get this glimpse of an incredibly tragic and creepy story, and you're like, oh my god, this is so tragic and super, super, super creepy. And then you go back, and the journal disappeared from your back. (laughs) Even creepier. Wow. There are a lot of moments that I, I really like, and yes, I've got complaints, but they're complaints that are like, you could have been a, you could have been perfect instead of just really good i don't think i'm mad about anything i don't think anything is just like this is a bad part of the game i I wouldn't say i'm mad it's just like oh there are things that i would change which is not the same thing Mm -hmm. i have Mm -hmm. recommended this to non-fans i have not done that for a pokemon game in years i don't think i've ever done that for a pokemon game i think you have to be a pokemon fan to really enjoy pokemon games and this game i think found a good way to bridge it and I hope that continues because I, I think this mm-hmm. is a, a this is a fun side series or not side I guess not side series is really weird to say um, because I, I don't think it should be that and that's definitely not what they intend. It's a different it's a it's a it's a change off the core mechanics and it's an enjoyable one. I I think this is really good both for the developers who have obviously a game freak mm-hmm. been trying to do something else. Mm-hmm. And while being stuck in the Pokemon formula because they're too scared to di- remove themselves from it. I mean. 
which is yeah. fair. Very fair. <laughs> the Pokemon formula is obviously selling stupid well still. Mm-mm. I hope it's good for them in the way that they need more more creative freedom, per se, mm-hmm. to play around with things. And I think it's interesting to be able to bring Pokemon from it, right? Yes. I, I, I kind of see their picture of like, hey, we're not like post exit. Like this would have been nice to know post like when they announced exit. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to have like different style games where your Pokemon can still go in it and it'll feel like a Pokemon game. And you can bring them out and then put them into other games. And this is how it's going to work. And this makes more sense to me because there's more adventures and more types of adventures than just like, here's gym yeah. challenge number seven. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that in that regards. Like, I'm I'm excited to bring like Weird Deer into like a real game. <laughs> well, real yeah. game, traditional <laughs> game. Sneasler is probably really good. <laughs> Looking at its stats, Hisuian and Gudra is crazy good. I thought they were going to do it earlier and put them into Switch because then you could at least put them into like VGC competition and use that as a little advertising bump. Be like, hey, look, mm-hmm. Sneasler's doing really well in VGC. Maybe I should buy Legends Arceus. Unfortunately, they didn't take that bait. <laughs> yeah. We'll see on Pokemon Day what the what the connectivity is going to be. Oh gosh, that's right. That's this month. Yep. What I expect from Pokemon Day is probably DLC for Legends Arceus uh, announced. Oh wow! Because there's only two forty, and I so okay. As much as I hate leakers, there was one that was absolutely <laughs> just right the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I am not upset that I fought against the concept of Hisuian <laughs> starters. By the way, I am not upset I by this. I laughed so much when I. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, there's going to be people who are just like that. You got to, ha you were wrong. And it's like, yes, I'm always wrong. I mean, it, it's classic Puckle. It is. You spent it's... like three months saying there's no way we get a Gen exactly. 2 remake. And then they announced a Gen 2 exactly. remake. This is like very standard <laughs> for me. Okay. <laughs> but now I just wish you were right. Uh- <laughs> for two of them, yes. Typhlosion is cool. The Hisuian starters I look at and I'm like, okay. They're all side grades for me. They're just yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. Like I I'm like I'm like, these are neither worse or better. They're interesting, I guess. No, 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 no. I'm also not obsessed with my prediction because I made the right choice at the time to be like, yes, this is a uh th- this is coming out of somebody's butt and they they have no proof mm-hmm. that that works. Um because they try to do BDSP predictions as well, but they didn't really predict anything. To be fair, there was nothing to predict. Yeah, that's true. So the same leaker that leaked everything, essentially, beforehand, did talk about how there was going to be DLC for Legends Arceus and how there were something oh. like 400 Pokemon planned for the game. And we got 240 oh. now. What? That's amazing. <gasps> it, it's very possible that happens. Like, I'm not I'm not going to say 100%, <laughs> even though, it's like, obviously, my track record is really bad. I, I will say there's a pretty decent chance of that happening. And uh, so I, I expect that to be announced. I don't want to. I don't want to know about it just yet, honestly. Just so I can focus on the 240 there are now. But I can see them adding in like another 140. I I really hope in my heart of hearts, like the 60 that are missing are there. That'd be really cool. <laughs> oh yes, we're missing 60 from just all of Pokemon in Gen 8. Hisui and Minior, Hisui and Minior, Hisui and Minior, 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 Minior. I'm not even saying Hisui, and I just think it'd be really <laughs> cool to just put those Pokemon in. And oh, they found I know. a. Re- and they found a really cool mechanic in the uh, in the space time bubbles to like bring yeah. in Pokemon uh, to bring in Pokemon from outside of that timeline. So I th- like if they add like another area or two with DLC, right? Which is very possible. Can we just say that that leads to a truly depressing timeline where it appears that there was this great species of Hisuian uh, Sneasel and they were fine, and then dimensional time travelers came, outcompeted them to extinction, and now <laughs> infest their home. <laughs> 
Oops. Uh, it, I could have happened otherwise, because, like, you could have had Hisumi and Sneasel, and then, like, Sneasel from Johto show up, right? I mean, sure, mm. but I like my Dimensional War uh, story better, that we were just unaware of this ancient uh, Hisuian Dimension War. It's great. But I think they could do that. I mean, obviously, like, Battle Area is still up for grabs, right? So that's mm-hmm. something you can do. I, I also liked how they hid the areas. I don't know if you guys noticed this when they were unlocking areas. Mm-hmm. It was under the clouds. Yeah, it was all covered in clouds. Yeah. And so you just look at the map now where the clouds are, and you're like, oh, there's a couple places you could still go. Mm. It, it would be very interesting in that regard to do it. I, yeah. I think it'd be really cool just to see, like, a couple extra areas uh, pop in through DLC. And then maybe maybe Greninja could be there, maybe. Uh, that'd be oh, interesting. Greninja. It would fit so well. I think at minimum they could put in the uh, the starters from the generations there are right now. Yeah, but if they put in the starters, like you're left with, like, 45 Pokemon that are not in the game in this generation? No, no, the starters that are missing, I'm saying they're putting in, like, Totodile, Chikorita, um, Snivy. I mean, you're still missing Greninja at that yeah. point. I, I think they do that. I mean, the Pokemon that are missing, this is an excellent game to put them in because we're typically yes. worried about Pokemon. Like, the Pokemon that are missing are the Pokemon that are, like, low grade, right? We're talking Pat Rat. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect game to be like, yeah, Pat Rat's here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just need to catch it. You never have to use it if you don't want to. It's like Pokemon Go, but yeah. it's there. By the way, I have changed my opinions on several Pokemon lines just based on their behavior in this game. Mm. Like, I was never a huge Sudowoodo fan, and then <laughs> I walked up to one, and he was like, Hi, I'm a tree. Look, I'm such a tree. And I was like, oh, I love you now. I love you now. <laughs> I've seen that behavior before in other things. I, I forget what exactly, but I've seen Sudowoodo behavior like that before. I think it was in Pokemon Snap. Um, Maybe, maybe but I, I didn't... I, either I didn't see it or I didn't pay such attention, but it's like... Yeah. the In Pokemon Snap, it makes sense because it's like it's posing for a picture. This is Pokemon Snap, okay, but real life. Okay, what we need, what we need is the Pokemon Snap version of Pokemon Legends. Pokemon Snap where they're trying to kill you. Uh, Poke- yeah, well, okay, that's much. more realistic though. Okay, you combine Pokemon yeah, Snap with is- Pokemon Legends, and I think it'd be really cool. It'd be a really good way to like add to the Pokedex captures and get rid of Agile and Strong Moves. <laughs> to be like, hey, we, uh, you have to take like this picture of this Pokemon in these poses, right? Like you do in Pokemon Snap. Mm. You get your level up that way in the research as well, which is more accurate to the research, by the way, um, because you would be taking pictures. It's kind of accurate, but you like the fact that for your Pokedex, what happens in the overworld counts. Like if a Pokemon lobs like a Shadow Ball at you outside of battle, it still counts for yeah. you've seen it use that move in the Pokedex, which is amazing. No, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I'm just saying, I'm talking about adding more features. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, you could. You could, and it would be amazing. You could take the pictures with your arc phone, okay? Um, yes, but also the game barely makes it as it is in some points. Oh, no, no, I I, I agree with you. I'm just, I, this is talking, I'm talking future, right? Like, there's definitely optimization to be done. Maybe next time around, yes. Because <laughs> I think there will be another one based on these sales numbers. Oh, there has to be. Please. There will be another one, so we'll please. get we'll get some kind of legends. I mean, six point five million in the first like week. Like I said, that, yeah, that's that's half of like the total total sales numbers for Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, where there were two versions again. Yeah, and in January. Yeah, and in January. <laughs> and all of the other things. This game was one that I know people were watching 
Yes. And they did not buy it week one because they didn't trust that this change was going to be good. Yes. So we're probably going to have really strong week two and three sales, more Mm. so than you'd expect. I expect this to outsell Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee by the time we get the sales numbers in the end of April. Mm-hmm. I expect yeah. I expect when we see those sales numbers, this will outsell Pikachu and Eevee. Or be very close to it. Especially if they do announce the LC on Pokemon Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's very possible. I, I, I'm very interested to see how it goes. Uh, I, I'm very interested to see if Gen 9 comes this year as well. And if, they, if we get Legends RCS, RCS DLC in Gen 9, I think I'll die. I think a lot of yeah. people will. Uh, to be fair, they're kind of <laughs> ramping it up, if you haven't noticed. Like, if you just oh, look I at have. the... <laughs> like, they've been ramping up the Pokemon yeah. stuff, if you haven't noticed. Like, look at the past year, like, just from today, the the year of Pokemon that we've had. We got Legends Arceus, we got BDSP, we got Pokemon Snap. Uh, there was a thing in between that that I forgot. Unite. Unite, that was it. Yeah, like, that's four, that's four decently large titles that we got in the past tw- yeah. 12 months, like. It's, it's a bit too much. Uh, it's getting to the point where it might be it might be a strain on the wallet for a lot of people. Yes, it definitely is. And I think my issue with it is you can't possibly keep this rhythm up forever. Uh, I'm going to disagree to an extent. They can hire enough staff to keep the rhythm up as long yeah. as the m- money is there. No, it's not just about that. It's just that people, like, will people actually, like, have enough money to buy everything you're doing? <laughs> That that is the breaking point. Yes, I think the game plan is isn't. Uh, will people buy everything that you're doing? I think mm. that we're gonna because like obviously not everybody's gonna buy Pokemon Snap, right? Yeah, and they didn't. Uh, but what you wa- will see is you will see people going, "Oh, hey, I like." You'll have people. I I see two different lanes here, and, and Joe Merrick was kind of right on Twitter the other day because Nintendo UK like posted a thing that said, "What was your first Pokemon game?" And in that. Mm. They they circled uh they circled Sword and Shield and they circled Legends Arceus and they circled Let's Go Pikachu as different games right mm. and, and which are the mainline games and they they included those I think it's very possible that you could see a situation in which maybe it's just like mm. pick your poison like pick your flavor yeah, of Pokemon yeah. that you like completely fair it's just like Mario where it's just True. like do you like 3D Mario do you like 2D Mario take your points you know please more Mario Odyssey it's been so long no my 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 real issue here is I. I'm fine with just getting more Arceus, but at the same time, like, this is the first year since I've been in the Puckle community that I have not signed up for the UUTC. That's the only downside with Arceus? Because I'm so done with battling on Sword and Shield. Well, Sword and Shield really killed it, but that's a different story. Yeah. I want something new. I really would love to see... That's the only thing I issue I take. Like, I think the only issue that I think hurts it to some extent is that this is definitely a single-player experience. And mm, we're used to yes. Pokemon games that are multiplayer experiences, right? Like you have the single yeah. player game that you play, but then at the end we're breeding and we're battling and we're trading. Mm-mm. This game doesn't really encourage that. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's my that's my only that's why I think there's still room for the old other games, and I wouldn't say this is going to replace that. No, no, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this game is still fantastic, and I want more. Please give me more. Yes. <laughs> I would <Yes>. love DLC. <laughs> DLC with like another hundred some Pokemon to catch. That sounds amazing. Ooh. Amazing, yes. That sounds amazing. So we'll see. We will, in fact, see. But this is a good place to stop. We're going to go ahead and kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We're going to catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. 
And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 160 for Alligator, the Big Jaw Pokemon. <gasps> it's Pokedex entry from Ruby and Sapphire states, For Alligator intimidates its foes by opening its huge mouth. In battle, it will kick the ground hard with its thick and powerful hind legs to charge at the foe at an incredible speed. Amazing. But only when it's... Dragon's Nest, a couple of times. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So, <laughs> for Alligator is available in BDSP only currently, uh, but you can uh, you can actually play BDSPOU right now. So that's the thing. We got a team for BDSPOU. But before we get started, for Alligator is a monster uh, ba- based at a total of 530, which isn't too bad. Uh, base HP of 85, base attack of 105, not too bad. Base defense of 100, uh, base special attack 79, who cares? We should put that somewhere else. Uh, base special defense of 83 and a base speed of 78, which isn't the best, but our boy gets Dragon Dance. Yep. Which is the only reason you should ever run him is because <laughs> you're going to run Dragon Dance for Alligator. And so we've got this yeah. team for you today uh, for Alligator. It also gets access to Sheer Force as its hidden ability, which is probably, mm-hmm. I think, the best of all of the Johto starters hidden abilities. By far. Uh, yeah. So he he's kind of winning that game. We got a Jolly for Alligator holding a Life Orb today because Sheer Force doesn't care about Life Orb recoil. Uh, mm-hmm. 252 attack, 4 defense, 252 speed. Jolly Nature. This is like this is like vanilla for Alligator that she, everybody's run since the dawn of Dragon Dance for Alligator. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Uh, this is Waterfall, Crunch, Ice Punch, and Dragon Dance. And it's just a solid moveset. It's got decent coverage. I think there's an argument to be made that maybe I don't I think he gets bulldozed. Let me double check. You might be able to pull a bulldoze in if he has bulldoze. He does not have access. Oh, no, he does have access to bulldoze. So there's an argument to be made for bulldoze for coverage over crunch or something. But I think crunch is better, at least for right now. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it, is he called? He's called the big jaw Pokemon. He doesn't even get strong jaws and ability. What is this? What a travesty. <laughs> what a travesty. Oh, now my. next you're gonna tell me Gyarados isn't a dragon type. It isn't, and that's okay. All right, and so there's also Alakazam on this team because Alakazam's just good in this meta. Uh, we need Alak- one Pokemon that isn't blue. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. this team does have a lot of blue Pokemon. Blue Baba Dee Baba Da. Uh, I forget how that song goes, but Alakazam holding a focus. I refuse sash. to sing it for you. He's got Magic Guard. 252 special attack, 252 speed, 4 to special defense, 0 attack IV so you don't get foul played. But he's got Psychic, Focus Blast, Shadow Ball, Nasty Plot. This is like vanilla. I love VDSPOU teams because it's just it's like so, a it's yeah. just like a hit of nostalgia every time. Back to a simpler time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when things were just, and this is also a hyper offense team. So everybody on this team is just like punching things in the face. Um, and Alakazam is just hitting things in the face here. Well, yes, it, it's wonderful. Okay, so let's let's talk about some more blue Pokemon. Somebody pick one. Yeah, so Azumarill, even more vanilla, if that is possible. Yeah, it's got yes. the ability <laughs> huge power, it's holding a citrus berry, it has max attack, max speed, 4 HP EVs, um, which, like, depending on if it's level 50 or level 100, check if you need those, because you're running an Adamant Nature, but you're running Belly Drum, with a citrus berry, you yes. want your final HP to be an even number, so that when you use Belly Drum, you eat the citrus berry. And then after Belly Drum, it has Aqua Jet, Waterfall, and Play Rough. It's the most vanilla Zoomerial ever. 
and it's followed by a slightly less vanilla Garchomp, but just slightly. I don't know. This is like, that Garchomp is also like very Gen 4 to me. Mm. This is a very Gen 4 Garchomp. Did it run? Did it run this item in Gen Four? It did not. Havenberry, so. I don't think existed. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only reason. Um, so it has the ability rough skin, a jolly nature, max attack, max speed, four special defense EVs. It's holding, as we were saying, a Habanberry, which I checked because I wasn't sure I was remembering correctly. It halves the damage from a super effective Dragon type move. Yes. And it's running Swords Dance. Earthquake, Outrage, and Stealth Rock. So you have options. Wonderful. 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 Take us home, Linian. So we've got uh, two more blue Pokemon. Uh, first, we've got the bluest of the already very blue Lake Guardians. Uh, we've got Azelf, who kind of makes this team work. He is what we used to call a suicide lead. Um, this is so Gen 4. <laughs> right? Uh, I, love this team. Lead I love this team. I love this team. <laughs> Suicide lead as elf, it's great, but this one doesn't even rocks, which is weird. Uh, it's running a light clay. Uh, you've got Jolly Nature, Reflect Light Screen uh, with a uh, light clay. It's got 252 HP, 4 attack, 252 speed. So what you're doing is you're going and you're setting those. But what if someone's going to set something on you? Well, what you do is you click Taunt. So then that leaves you with one move, and you're probably going to want an attack move in case you get taunted. But uh, <laughs> as elf... Uh, Azelf isn't useful to your end game, so just explode. Use explosion. Explosion yes. will kill whatever you're in front of. Well, you're, you're hyper offense, so the idea is you just set up the yep. screens, and then you bring in whatever can sweep, and then you just start. <laughs> exactly. So that's not use. You don't want screens later, so just have Azelf set them and then explode. You just start. You like you just do it. You get your thing set up, and then you just run. Yeah. Yep. Azelf is too fast to give you like any kind of save switch in with like a, yeah. I don't know if it even gets U-turn or anything like that. So yeah. you just have to die. Uh, pretty sure it gets U-turned. Uh it does, but it's too fast. So Yeah. Yeah. He's not a slow switch. And then you got uh you got the last blue Pokemon here. Uh Lucario. Very simple. It's justified. It's got a life orb, two fifty two attack, four special defense, two fifty two speed, adamant nature, close combat. Meteor Mash, Extreme Speed, and Swords Dance. You click Swords Dance, and then everything dies. Or are you switching on a Dark type move? Yeah, and then you'll you'll proc your Justified. Yeah, and you get plus Mm-mm. one. So then you're just like, yeah, okay, good game. Uh, and you easy. You have a good time. Yeah, this team is super hyper offense, and I love it. I love it a lot. Uh, we're gonna super be giving kid a- is back. Yeah, I love this. I love this. Is Sweeper <laughs> Kid? This is Sweeper Kid. You're 100 percent right. This is Sweeper Kid. All grown up. <laughs> all right so yeah this is gonna be a really good uh time if you want to grab this team you can go over to our discord and grab the paste if you're a patron you can grab a, a whole shiny version of this team over at our patreon so definitely check that out if you're interested um it's gonna be on bdsp this week so have a really good time with it um i guess they won't all be blue unfortunately <laughs> hmm. they won't all be blue only some of them. Yeah, but like now, Garchomp and Frolicator will still be blue. Yeah, but now Alakazam gets uh, like a little friend to match with because Lucario becomes yellow. So. That's true. That's true. Uh, that is absolutely true. And well, so does Azumarill, actually. Yeah, Azumarill becomes gold. Uh, 
It's because of the way the shiny palettes used to work, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what shiny Azelf looks like, actually. I want to look at this real quick. Uh, uh, it's uh, Oh, it's like a puke color. Leaning cool. towards yellowish. It, it's trying. It's, it sucks. It's trying. It sucks. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you can get all those. It's going to be a good time. On that note, though, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your emails! Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag's the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. Send them into pucklepodcast.gmail.com and they'll probably be read. Uh, this week we got a lot, so they're not all going to be read. <laughs> but some of them. And uh, this segment, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Hooves! And as always, we will give out the Green Taurus badge to any email we think sparked a really good discussion. Last week, we asked you guys what you thought of Legends Arceus, and we are, boy, are we going to be in for a ride, I'm sure. <laughs> Let's go for it. Our first email this week is going to be from Foxy. Yup. Foxy says, hey, yo, buckle crew, Foxy here. Longtime listener, first time emailer. Welcome to the mailbag segment, Foxy. Before getting into this topic, I just wanted to let you know I am writing because I felt cold out at the end of last episode. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> I am, <laughs> that's right. I am the guy that entered into the Pokemon fandom with Pokemon Pimble. <laughs> well, Pimble, Ruby, and Sapphire. <laughs> that was really good. That was a good game, though. I like that game. Actually, that's a really solid game. Uh, they had it on the Wii U Virtual Console. I totally bought that. Yeah, it was really great. <clears throat> You see, back when I was still in elementary school, the Game Boy Advance was my first game system. At this point, I didn't know what to look for in a game, but I loved playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. Still a great game today, by the way. He's not wrong. That is like the greatest game I've of all time. never played that. Oh, um, it's a good game. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and that weird space pinball game that came loaded on every Windows computer. Oh, I spent so much time on that when I was a teenager. Knowing I liked Pimble, I naturally picked up Pokemon Pimble RS and had a blast, but found myself wondering about these creatures I was catching and evolving. I knew of the Pokemon brand at this time, but never really interacted with it. So, the next step I took was to go to Blockbuster and binge on some Pokemon VHS tapes. Oh, Blockbuster. Wow. What, That's... What's, I'm just... I I'm gonna get out of here and like put on a well. You had a Pokemon pinball come out that you're grabbing VHS <laughs> tapes. Is that is that the right year? Two thousand six. Pinball no, was early. actually before two thousand six because that's when uh, yeah. whatever came out. Um, um, two no, thousand three in the U.S., which three, is the same three. year as the release of Ruby and Sapphire. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. I fell in love with the series, and that Christmas I would get both Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Crystal. The rest is history. With that little tangent aside, I have to say I am loving Pokemon Legends Arceus so far. I am taking my time with it, but the game really brings to life the adventures I would roleplay in my head back when I was much younger. Yeah, that's, that's really what it does. I particularly like the sense of exploration, something that I feel Pokemon games have lacked in since some of the optional areas in Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, and Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. As someone who was still fairly young when Diamond and Pearl came out, one thing I especially love is walking through an area and coming to the realization of what the modern-day analog to that location is. Like mm -hmm. when I found the Ouroborg Tunnel off to the side of the first area. So, tangent from Whimsicott here, <laughs> this is... And yeah, I'm sorry, this should have been in the topic, but the topic was super long. This is like 
at first I was like, why would they release two single games one after the other? But then, like, this was the point. Like, you re-familiarize yourself with the region so that every step you take in Hizu, you're like, oh, wait, I know this place. Yes. Yeah. And that Mm -hmm. feels amazing. Wow. Anyway. Those moments make 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 me think back to when I first encountered those locations. And unlike BDSP, they have a more grand feel to them, making them feel more like how I imagined them back in the day. While I do find the graphics pretty rough, I did want to take a second to say that I love the way the sky looks, like it was pulled from a watercolor painting. Same. Same. The mm-hmm. sky in this game is mwah. Before I close, I just wanted to share where I would like to see this game go from here. I do hope this adventure gets some DLC in the future, as I just want more to explore. You and us all. That's when I thought of something. Johto has had a bit of a resurgence in discussion lately, and is said to be pretty close to Sinnoh. Don't worry, I'm not delusional enough to think Johto confirmed for DLC, but there is a small area between Sinnoh and Johto that conveniently has a lot to do with Arceus himself. Oh, Sinjo. The Shinjo Shinjo ruins, or the Sinjo ruins. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. (laughs) yeah, I am, of course, talking about the Sinja ruins from the Heart Gold Soul Silver event, where you get the creation tree egg. I would love to see an additional DLC story that gives us one or two locations in this landmass between Sinnoh and Johto with the ruins at their center. We could expand the Pokedex a little more, learn more about the link between Arceus and the Unknown, and maybe, just maybe, get a Hisuian Dalsparce and Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> it came out of nowhere, and I love it. <laughs> I can't believe that's a lot of calories burned in those mental gymnastics. <laughs> I am like I love every single bit of it. If they really wanted to go hard, maybe there could be Hisuian beasts. Well, just like we got Galarian birds in a sort of shield DLC. But that might be a little too hopeful. Hopeful. Okay, I I love every single word Fox, yes. <laughs> it's it's I'm, very I'm good. I, I agree. It, it yes. is very good. <laughs> Uh, with all that aside, just want to say, keep up the great work, Foxy. Well, thank you, Foxy. I, thank you. I loved everything you said. Literally everything. All right. Our next one is going to be from Ethan, but not the OG Ethan. That's no. like the, no. the clarification. Not movie club Ethan. Not movie club Ethan. Uh, not, 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 not my pal in the dark arts of summoning a Tapu Lele from a booster pack. No. Hey, y'all. It's your biggest fan, probably, from South Dakota. And boy, can I identify with Legends Arceus, considering some continental U.S. states probably would believe that I ride my weird deer through the countryside <laughs> and that I seek out mighty Midwestern treasures with the astute <laughs> snout of my Ursa Luna. Who says I don't, though? No, some people think that you ride through the American South on your weird deer. Yeah. I mean, there, it has South in the name. <laughs> because it's South of the North Dakota. That's why. Uh, Fair, but... Uh, I mean, th- there's fifty of. We had a ge- we had a geography <laughs> lesson before this. That's the that's what's going on. Don't you dare tell me you could pick Slovakia out on a map of Europe. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to express my <laughs> gratitude for y'all in terms of content. I have been around lurking in the shadows since early 2016. I even have a green Taurus badge from 2018, a crowning achievement to say the least. The last few months mm-hmm. have been the most impactful time spent with the podcast. I think he's probably our number one fan from South Dakota because I don't think we have any other fans in South Dakota. <laughs> there are people in South Dakota? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just recently had a colonoscopy done at 24 and I've been dealing off and on with some substantial abdomen pain. Oh. I'm going to skip all of this just to say that he thinks it's not cancer because I don't want, he says <gasps> thank you for the podcast though. 
Oh, man. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you for the podcast, because he has to spend a lot of time just, like, hanging out. Oh, man. Regarding Legends Arceus, I think the best way to genre the game from a Pokemon's perspective is a main spin-off game off, <laughs> or main <laughs> spin-off game that it offers a unique welcome challenge, in my opinion. This journey hasn't been a Breath of the Wild, or this journey has been a Breath of the Wild, you might say. But in all honesty, mm. it has been the most enjoyable Pokemon experience for me in quite some time. I was actually amazed with how much it actually felt like Breath of the Wild. I was expecting yeah. like zero, and it actually it actually overlaps quite a bit in feel. There were times when I tried to do something, and then I remember, oh, wait, you can do that in Breath of the Wild, not yeah. here. <laughs> Ever since I completed the National decks in Gen 3, even Ho-Oh from Colosseum, I have been chasing the same mix of nostalgia, adventure, challenge, and grind, and this game has offered me that and more. This experience has proven to be difficult and offers a mastery curve in its mechanics, which I really enjoy. It is satisfying knowing that what I do and how I engage encounters has some level of skill to it, and if I rush in too quickly or play it too safe, I may miss out on an encounter or may just get unadulterated turned into grit by pebble grit pebbles by a cleavor. <laughs> <laughs> regarding the discussion on graphics i personally have to side with seth vilo and that i didn't recognize any immediate issues however i do understand where y'all are coming from uh, if i had one criticism though it would be that the rendering aspect of things did break my immersion in some instances it's almost as if mm -hmm. it would, i would i'd be on the chase after running <laughs> after a uh, chase running after a helpless cricketot preying on its innocence to reach 10 points in my pokedex and then all of a sudden the thing was banished to the shadow realm by the powers that be Lastly, my favorite part of this game was exploring the regional region initially with my nephew. He is now 11, and my wife and I first met when he was six. Although she is literally the farthest thing from a Pokemon fan, I have in recent years Pavloni, Pavlovly, uh, oh my gosh, that's Pavlovianly. Yes. Reinforced my <laughs> nephew, we're going to go with what Lillian said, uh, to give Pokemon a try and regard the discussion on what the game, on what game is best to start out with. From my perspective with him, it was Let's Go. That's probably true. From there, he has now played mm. Sword and Shield, X and Y, Alpha Sapphire, and Legends Arceus, and I'm hoping to put him onto my copy of Soul Silver soon. Good job. Good job indoctrinating the youth. We're doing it. Uh, I really appreciate y'all, and it, although I haven't really ever dove onto the Discord and engaged in things Patreon-wise, just know that y'all have literally been a part of my life for six years now, and I'm proud to be a Puckalonian. Well, you're welcome. That's all Aww. we need. Just listen. That's all I ask. Just listen to the show. Tell people about us. Tell the other three people in South Dakota about us, please. Um... Best regards, Ethan. Not the OG Ethan. Can't live up to that standard. Oh. <laughs> I, I love them. <laughs> That's good. All right. We've got one more today. It's going to be from, I guess, Chad, because he didn't yeah, sign it with a name. sign off, so we're going we're gonna to go with Chad. <clears throat> Hi, Puckle crew. I have been listening to your content regularly during my work trips, so thank you for the insightful commentary on all things Pokemon related. I'm a Gen 3-er and have played all the mainline series games, but never finished the decks or sometimes didn't make it all the way to the end before completing the story. Legends Arceus is finally a break from the linear progression model that Pokemon forces you to take, with Gen 5 being the worst offender, in my opinion. Uh, what's good about mm. the game? The catching mechanics that let you encounter Pokemon you were searching for while also dropping in some rare spawns or overworld shinies as a surprise. I, over I also appreciate throwing my Pokemon to gather berries or dropped items while sprinting while to the next spot to harvest. Lack of cutscene and scenes and trainer battles is a welcome addition. Oh, that's so nice. That is so yes. nice. There's The trainer battles make it so that you can do more of what this game is good at, which is not the battling system. Mm -mm. I agree with that, but I also agree that just being able to like not have cutscenes in general... 
which was, I think, one of mm-hmm. the things that I hated the most out of Sword and Shield was like its constant cutscenes. Yeah. This like this definitely fixed that. If there was a cutscene, it was like short and sweet. Mm-mm. And the characters had actual personality enough where yes. you were yeah. entertained and engaged. Yes, where yeah. where I cared about the story instead of being like, oh, well, I guess Leon will go beat that Dynamax Pokemon for me. Yeah. <laughs> Wims and I were talking. I think there's only like one member of like the extended cast that neither of us liked at all. Uh, and by we don't like him, we I mean, we hate his guts and want him to die. Is this Melly? got a reaction it wasn't ins- it wasn't like oh you again it was like oh look this idiot is this melly yes <laughs> yes what? of yes. course it is melly <laughs> i think melly is everybody's least favorite character he gets one yeah. good line about a croissant and that's yeah. it um yes <laughs> so what's bad about the game graphics don't even need to be mentioned but i've seen pixels or uh float around water pokemon pixels were two textures meet and a flying gyarados at two fps uh, these yes. graphics don't ruin the game, but they certainly take me out of the experience. I also wish some of the trees had more diversity than the other copy and paste that occurred. Most games do this. Most games don't have people staring at the trees. I did not have any yeah. issues with these trees whatsoever. Go, go play a bunch of games. You'll realize there's like six tree models. It's it's really not that unusual. Yeah. I thought they looked okay. I, I didn't think it looked that bad. Where can we go from here? I think this is the direction Pokemon should go in, but make the map larger in one continuous experience. I think they should remove the stigma that you must progress before you get to areas such as those that contain dragons and ice. No, this is wrong. I I understand this is your opinion. That's because of the way types work. It just doesn't work. And and also, it doesn't doesn't work because then you just don't play the game. If you want to not play the game, I I don't know how to explain that it's an RPG. It's linear. You can't do that. (laughs) One thing I will say is... Eliminate the need to go back to the village before moving from one area to the other. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, that's... I like having areas only because it helps the way my brain works anyway. It helps you Mm. bin things. Because I go, okay, I know these Pokemon are available in this section instead of it being like... Yeah, it's not a stigma that you must progress. It's it's literally pacing out the content. Yeah, I agree with that. If you just don't want to play the story, just don't play an RPG. I I don't get this. I kind of understand because, like, people have just been wanting to, like, go off the rails on Pokemon for a very long time. And this is probably the closest we've ever gotten to it. Sure. But if you want to play a game that goes off the rails, do it. You don't have to play every game. doesn't have to be Pokemon. Uh, Yeah, but some people like Pokemon. Let let Pokemon be a good RPG. Uh, People Mm -hmm. people like that. People want to... I mean, Pokemon's tried to delve into a lot of other types of games in the past. Sure. So other people want that. But a a varied media diet will make you much better in the long run. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like complaining about what people want from a larger media, uh, from a, from a media empire is just frivolous and not and a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> cause like let people want that, what they want in entertainment. Sure. As long as it doesn't ruin it for everyone else. Yes, of course. I don't think this would ruin it per se. I, it would be interesting. Sure. So let's continue on with what he says. Uh, if Gen 9 is released in the same way Sword and Shield is built, I think I may skip it. Open world Pokemon is truly one of the best experiences and should be improved upon so we can have a BOTW, a Breath of the Wild level hit game. One more wish, can create a Breath of the Wild type game, but make us adventure and fight as a Pokemon like Lucario. Uh, okay, this is where, okay, he's lost me now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they no. kind of actually mm-hmm. have that. They actually kind of have that in Pokemon. It's called Wii. Mystery Dungeon. No, actually, Pokemon Wii. <laughs> Is is probably That's closer true. to that. Like, it, I'm not even kidding. It's actually pretty close to what he just described, where you adventure and fight as a Pokemon. Jump, climb, fist fight wild Pokemon. This isn't a Pokemon game anymore. I'm sorry. 
play something else. You'll have more fun. It's fine. I mean, you can you can go through most of Legend Arceus like as Sneasler, essentially. Oh, by the way, that's hilarious. <laughs> like you see your little eyes in the box. That, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> Hopefully this wasn't too long, but uh, I hope some of it can spark discussion. <laughs> now, the last part definitely got me because you're exactly right. That's yeah. not Pokemon. Like being nope. a Pokemon is not a Pokemon game. You are a Pokemon trainer. Yep. You know, Pokemon I mean, game. if they really if they really want to have like seven lines of Pokemon games going at the same time. <laughs> sure. There's room for everyone. But um, I don't think this but- should be a priority. I agree. No, and I think this is, it, it, it's more, but that this is more what I'm saying of, there are things that, that that's just not how Pokemon works, and you just play something that's going to do that. There are a lot of games that do that really well. What he's describing is the Legend Arceus version of Mystery Dungeon. So there's nothing, sure. like, essentially wrong but, with it. But there's a second but- word in that, dungeon, which is all binned off separate areas. And that's kind of antithetical yeah. to the free roaming exploration. Yeah, yeah, but like it's it's like evolution. You, I think you get what I meant. Yeah, I'm trying to be diplomatic. I think this was like a really good way to get a Breath of the Wild style game in the Pokemon skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it became its own thing. Like it did its own thing. Yeah, yeah. and it's fine <laughs> because if not, you're just making Breath of the Wild with the Pokemon skin. Yeah, I could find you a mod for that, and you could play it on an emulator, probably. Probably yes. <laughs> I, I think the thing here is you can do Breath of the Wild and you can do Legend Arceus, but if you notice, both worlds were devoid of people almost completely. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way a game like this works. So you can say, okay, now we just do Gen 9 and we do it like Legends Arceus if Gen 9 is set in the present day where, you know, the part of the world you're going through has been explored already. I think you do Gen 9 more in the style. It's going to be somewhere in between, and I think the DLC for Sword and Shield mm-hmm. kind of highlighted that a bit better. Yeah, exactly. Where it's a bit more continuous than we ha- we've we had in the past. I think you, you, you make, like, the DLC for Sword and Shield and Legends Arceus Kiss. Yes. And you get something really, really, really good. I think you get something cool. Yeah, I my worry is they don't do that, and they, like, try to keep them two separate entities. I wouldn't mind that either. More, more Pokemon. I mean, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's one of those things where you're just like, but you could do this. And... Uh, it's like, uh, it's, it's a bit like, mm, okay, so I don't know if they do that over in the States. You can get a pizza here with the kebab ingredients on top. It sounds amazing. Which is delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could also have, you know, a pizza for lunch and a kebab for dinner and both like both of those things are good options oh i see what you're saying i understand that's a good point (laughs) all right well thank you for that email uh anybody you guys think gets the badge over anybody else oh i liked ethan i'm real tempted to give it to the one uh to the one that he uh whims read okay that's fine to foxy's there's a lot of co-signing there but does foxy already have it i don't care no, he, he wrote in for the first time. Yeah. Foxy, you get it. Yay. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, Foxy, grab it. If you want to email us next week at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, I guess let us know more about Legends Arceus, how you feel about it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what else to say. Like, if you've played more of it, let us know. Uh, we want to hear what you guys have to say. There's a lot of emails here already that we didn't get to today. 
But if you have if you have more opinions on Legends Arceus, please send them in to PucklePodcast.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, best way to do it is come to PuckleDiscord.com, where you can hang out with us all day, every day. Uh, you can also go ahead and follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can go ahead and you can also hang out with us uh, throughout the show in or hang out with us on the show by checking out our other content, like our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash Puckle Podcast, um, where you can find a few, few videos. We've been doing those Nuzlocke mini podcast things, which are interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I'm changing the dates on those because I'm playing with our, with our statistics and I'm going to try to move. It's going to be Wednesdays and Sundays now instead of Wednesdays and Saturdays. So definitely check that out. Um, that was, it's a lot of fun. I just like hanging out with you guys. So, <laughs> so I just, it's, it's a good excuse to force you to all hang out with me. Uh, and I'm going to try mean, to spin up, I'm going to try to spin up a, uh, a series of me trying to play VGC. We're going to see how that works out. Uh, additionally to that, uh, you can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. I try to stream every thir- Tuesday and then one other day throughout the week. So definitely check that out. So this week, because there was like a snowstorm, I didn't do it. <laughs> Because I was, like, busy prepping for, like, worst-case scenarios, like power yeah. outages and whatnot. So, thankfully, none of that happened. Uh, we just got a lot of snow and a lot of ice. So Must be nice. <laughs> it was, I don't call what happened nice, but it was, uh, I can just get my car out of the driveway today. <laughs> well, uh, I'm just glad I'm bailing here before the record drought hits in the summer. Ooh. Ooh. It's not good, guys. It's not good. Nope. Nope. If you want to help support the show, you can support the show. By going to Twitch, dropping a Twitch Prime subscription, or you could even go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, where you can get a bunch of cool rewards outlined there. Uh, most notably, though, the Pokemon giveaways we do at the $10 and up tiers. You can go ahead, grab the Poke of the Episode team each week for yourself in shiny form, and it's a, it's a good time. But on that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. I have been Hizuya Whimsicott. And I've been Linian but Linianer. And here in the Lavender Town Radiance Hour, it's closing time. Yeah.